is throwing it down here in Newcastle today. I have just taken a little breather from writing book number three um, because I just had this like light bulb moment for this podcast that I wanted to jam on with you guys. And I want to talk about compassion because it is a word that I use every single day in my sessions with amazing women just like you. And I think it doesn't get enough cred in the personal development world. Maybe it does. I don't know. But I'm here to give it a little more why we need it, how to use it, what it's going to do for you and everything else in between. So if that sounds like your jam, buckle up buttercup because we're about to go balls deep into compassion. I'm not sure if you're supposed to say let's go balls deep into something on an intro in a podcast, but I just did, so we're going to roll with that. But I think the fact that we're going balls deep into compassion makes it less crude, but whatever, you guys, we're cool with that sort of stuff here. Compassion, it is one of the biggest players in terms of my own personal development emotional intelligence, um, self-recognition, self-soothing, you know, one of the biggest tools I have in my toolkit, my tricked out bag of tricks in terms of being able to manage my thoughts and not judge myself so harshly and move through anything that's coming up for me because obviously the first step in any personal development, shape-shifting, energy shifting acknowledgement process is awareness. And maybe I'll do a podcast on that another time, but I feel like we talk about it a fair bit, but maybe I should do it in order, but that's not really how I roll. I'm going to cover compassion because that is what was calling to me to talk to you guys about today because it is so important and it's absolutely been something that shows up in 90% of my sessions, I would say, because we judge ourselves so harshly, right? We measure ourselves to a standard of perfection that not only rarely exists, but leaves us feeling empty, frustrated, less than, and basically like we're never, ever, ever going to add up. Like it's never gonna match up. We're always gonna be chasing. We're always going to be judging. We're always going to be overanalyzing. And it's just not how I want us. And I don't want to be spending my time that way. Now, I am all for reflection. I am all for taking ownership of where we fuck up and the shit that we do wrong and the times that we hurt other people. 100%. Like you, we need to do that in order to move forward. Absolutely. Like, I can't stress that enough. The power in owning your own shit and owning your mistakes and putting your hand up and saying, I am sorry, I could have handled that so much better. I am sorry, that really hurt you. I apologize. I'm sorry. And copping that on the chin, that's massive. 
huge, huge growth points to you. And I've had to do that like heaps actually, (laughs) but that's okay because every time, as long as every mistake that I make or every time I slip out of alignment, I know that because of the way it feels. It feels fucking awful. I either get waves of anxiety, I get pangs of guilt or shame. Um, and I just feel lousy. And so I don't want to keep repeating that cycle. So of course I get curious with myself. I become aware of the pattern. And if I need to, in any specific situation, I always try and own it and own my place in the story. I'm not talking about that today. I'm talking about once we've done that and we keep ruminating on it, or, you know, sometimes this doesn't like most of the time, actually, 99% of the time, actually, that's a stat that I've just pulled out of nowhere. But so much of the time, the shit that we need to meet ourselves with and where we need to meet ourselves at does not involve another person. It's all the torturous, tumultuous, um, in a dialogue that we have with ourselves, right? So if for the whole like conversation sake, if you have wronged someone else and you have taken the ownership of this and apologized and done what you can to make amends, we're going to wipe that off the table now. We're not to, we're now talking about our thoughts and our actions moving forward from that. If you needed to apologize or take ownership or whatever. From that I'm talking about the personal judgment. I'm talking about the inner critic. I'm talking about the harsh standards that you're holding yourself up to. I'm talking about the failure that you think that you are or that you've done. Um, The things that you wish you'd said differently and you're, you know, overanalyzing and micromanaging your, you know, entire existence. That's what I'm talking about today. And that is where I want wherever you are, wherever you're at, at any given moment that you catch yourself spiraling like a mad woman down a rabbit hole of judgment, criticism, fear, anxiety, any of it. Anytime you can bring awareness to that situation, which is always the first step. The second is meeting yourself with compassion. Meet yourself where you are with compassion. Why? Oh, that was a good why, you say? Because it's so fucking important. Because you're human. Because it was never meant to be easy. Because we're always going to rub up against the edge. That's good. Go to your edge. It's okay to meet your edge. It's okay to slip out of alignment. It's okay to learn lessons. What's not okay is to keep repeating the same thing and leaving a you know trail of destruction and hurt people and your hurt self behind. What is totally okay and part of the humaning experience is owning your stuff, making mistakes, making big giant messes, struggling, finding things really tricky, being hurt, experiencing the whole thing. Like, that's part of it. Unfortunately, we're all going to experience things and feelings and situations that are just hard. And we're probably going to believe that we should be handling them differently. 
we're probably going to know that we could have handled some things better. And that is also part of being a human, like in these birthday suits. That's part of it. But that is where I want you to lose the judgment on how you believe that you should be doing. I want you to meet yourself where you are with compassion. And by compassion, I mean warmth. I mean, you meet yourself here and know that you are having a human experience. I want you to lose the judgment over what you believe you could have done, should have done, you know, what you believe would have been the right thing and accept and surrender to what is and like let your shoulders fall. A big loving exhale to the part of you that needs to know that you're doing okay, that you're still a great person. You've always been a great person. You're just having a rough time dealing with some of the fallout of being human, right? And you know what else? Sometimes another area where you need to go really gently on yourself is all of your fucking feelings in general, right? You're allowed to feel all the feelings. Wrap yourself in that. Like if you feel lonely or you feel stressed or your little heart's broken or you're wanting something badly or you're mad or any of the not so fun feels, all really important and they all bring really beautiful gifts but you can also start to feel really lost in that. I want you to become aware whenever you feel that pain and shift, whenever you feel that shift within yourself, draw some awareness to it and be like, oh, it's the same steps I have for so many things. Acknowledge, like acknowledge that there's been a shift. Ask, why is this coming up for you? Like get really clear. Acknowledge, ask compassion. There it is bright neon lights go easy little grasshopper because some things you have no control over like most things you have no control over some things are going to hurt some different stages are going to be really challenging for you some things are going to be highlighted some things are you know you're going to find out things that you don't like about yourself or you're going to find out things And people are going to show their real colors to you. That's all really hurtful stuff. Go easy when you're experiencing emotions that aren't, you know, a good time. Go easy with yourself and meet yourself with compassion because you're not meant to be anywhere else. You're not meant to be experiencing any other thing other than what you're experiencing right now. And that is totally a okay like in the realm of this whole pandemic it's so easy i know i'm sure for many if you've been in a lockdown state or a lockdown area where there's been weeks and months of extra lockdowns it must feel so awful to feel like the whole world has gone on without you or however you're feeling meet yourself with compassion Don't judge yourself. Allow it to be what it is. Let the feelings come up and bring with them 
an awareness around what is true for you in that moment and allow it to pass on through. Don't avoid it. Don't block it. Don't get shitty at yourself for feeling it because you wouldn't have this emotion if you weren't supposed to be experiencing it, right? So like the other day, I found out that I wouldn't be able to go on a particular holiday with some of my friends and I was so low about it. I'm like, no, you guys should go have the best time and they should, 100%. But I still had a bit of a pity party for myself. So I went really easy, like it's totally normal, but I had the bo- I have the boys on that weekend and I just can't do it. But it's okay to feel like I was missing out there. I mean, I've been single for almost four years So there's obviously going to be times where I feel the full weight of that. For the most part, at the moment, I'm in such a great place with it and I'm having a really fun time and I feel like things are great, but there's still pangs where I, you know, that becomes true for me and I think about that and think about, you know, that I would love a relationship and then it's easy to slip into what you don't have. I am working really hard on meeting myself with compassion there. And thankfully, I don't have to do that as often now, but there's definitely been times in the realm of, you know, this year especially, where I've had to treat myself with such compassion and love and care that I give myself that. It's okay to have those feelings. It's like I know when years ago, when I would wake up on, you know, like of a, of a morning and regret so many silly things like that I'd done the night before or said the night before back in my party hardy days. Like if I'd have met myself with compassion then, I didn't, trust me. I held so much judgment. I carried that around with me. I punished myself. I was so mean to myself And obviously then that just fuels the cycle. Then you want to numb that pain. Then you want to act out. Then you go and the next thing you know, you're throwing back Bacardi shots. Also can't drink Bacardi anymore. Um, But had I have known back then that there was another way instead of beating myself up and judging myself or believing that I was doing this humaning thing wrong, mate, I wonder what would have happened, but I know that everything has to happen for a reason in terms of growth. I know that I wouldn't be the person that I am today if I hadn't have found out the things that I found out as I found out and needed to know them or had the capacity to understand them at that point in time because you just weren't ready. I wasn't ready to absorb that information I wasn't ready to learn what I needed to learn like I am now and I guess that is the same for so many of the women that I get to work with I'm reminding them so much to meet yourself with compassion no judgment you know what you need to know when you need to know it and not a second before so if you are judging yourself for a standard that you had no idea how to uphold that you didn't you weren't ready to hold yet can we let can we like let today be the day where you finally make peace with that and then every time that thought process comes up for you or you're triggered and you're reminded of a place where you didn't know what you you know now 
Can you just give yourself a big loving exhale? (sighs) Acknowledge that you've shifted into that state. Meet yourself with compassion and then choose how you wish to proceed. Acknowledge, ask, compassion, proceed. This is virtually cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, but CBT doesn't just work alone, right? It won't just work with choosing more positive thoughts. You have to do, to be successful at it, do the background work, work out why it's coming up for you, understand it, and then make the change and move through it and live this current chapter and all the chapters thereafter with a story that you want and a more compassionate view of who you were and more importantly, who you are now. Now, if you're looking to work on your thoughts and use CBT, which is basically what I've just spoken you through here in terms of like acknowledge, ask, compassion, proceed in the quickest and most like bullet point way of pointing that out to you um, and sharing that with you and explaining it. It really helps to take a look and I've made some posts on it this week in my on my Instagram that you really do need to take a look at the whole picture. You can't just pick one area of your life and throw down a couple of, um, you know, cool things and positive changes in one area and expect the whole picture to look different. So if you want CBT to work and if you want to choose more positive thoughts, it really helps as well to look at the way that you're living your life. Also look at your sleeping patterns. Also look at how you're nourishing your body, who you're spending time with, how you talk to yourself, how you talk about others, Um, the way that you view the work that you do. All of this adds up to living a life that more than likely feels far more in alignment with who you want to be and how you want to feel within your life than just picking one area and just going, I'm just going to meet myself with compassion. Like that's great. Big one, ball a move. However, to really hammer at home, let's look at all the other areas too. And that can, I know that might feel really overwhelming right now to go like, just look at all these like 17 other areas and you'll be sweet, but it doesn't have to be. Pick an area and focus on that. So we started today with compassion, right? And so you could work on for the next week or two or for the rest of your life, but the next week or two, having being more compassionate with yourself and with others as your focus, then when you feel really good about that, you can look at, you know, start looking at your sleep and looking at, you know, are you sleeping well? What's your habits moving into your nighttime? You know, how much coffee are you drinking? How much phone time and screen time? How much sugar are you having? having? <laughs> how much sugar are you having of an evening? Because let me tell you, Sugar late at night will mess with you. Like it will always have me because I'm no different. Like I like a something sweet after dinner, but like most of the time we're finished dinner by 5.30. But if I have it much later than that and I like hit the lollies or want some chocolate or something like that and I have it too late, I will guarantee to be up from like one till three in the morning as that sugar, my blood sugar levels drop and it wakes me right up. So if that's something that's happening for you and you want to investigate your sleep, have a look at that. 
Same with your nutrition. You know what? This might be a really good series to do on the podcast, actually. Bring in a specialist from each of the areas to have a look at up-leveling. Holy yeah. Okay, so we're going to do that. I'm going to look at bringing on a sleep specialist, a nutritional specialist, a... Who else? What other areas? Like people in terms of relationships, like the people that we're surrounding ourselves with and relational experts. Oh, I'm fully vibing this. But basically, in short, so for this podcast, I'm not going to go just tune in for those because that might take me a minute to organize. But I, yeah, have a look at one area of your life at a time. Pick it, dial into it get curious with it, and then just look at improving it a little bit. That's all you got to do. It doesn't have to be everything all at once because that's not sustainable and you ain't going to do it. You're not going to feel good about it. It's going to feel overwhelming and overwhelming, overwhelming, and you won't hold it. But if you just do one area at a time, it's going to feel far more manageable. You're more likely to integrate it and it's just going to be way more You'll notice the difference, right? If you try, like if you go to the health food shop and you buy seven different pro, like potentially life improving things and you start them all at once and all of a sudden you start to feel better, you're not going to go know which amazing thing it is that's helped improve your life so dramatically. So I always encourage to introduce one thing at a time. Work on one area of your life at a time, one tool at a time, small but sustainable and measured changes that you can see if that's working for you, if it's not. Because if something like if someone on a podcast, like I'm holding my hand up, suggests you do something and you do it and it doesn't feel right for you, then don't do it. Don't keep doing it. So or anything for that matter. If you want to try a diet that someone recommends, not everything is meant for everyone. So take what you need and leave the rest. But for this little focus, what I think anyone will benefit from, I don't know anyone who won't benefit from compassion within their life towards themselves and others. So I think that's a safe bet. I'm hedging my bets on that one. Start looking at ways that you can meet yourself more compassionately And start going a lot easier on yourself in terms of the judgment, the criticism, the belief that you should be feeling anything else other than what you're feeling. And let me know how you go. And also let me know if you're totally down for that idea, Um, like a life improvement series or like up level your life. And we'll come up with like the five like top things like food. I'm just doing, I'm shooting the shit here. Food sleep, relationships, nutrition, and mindset. That's five. I'm down. Totally down. I may come up with another one. Um, But yeah, let me know what you think, guys. And I'm not sure if I've mentioned this on the podcast either. Um, But because I'm trying to write book number three, in order to do that, I need to focus on that. So if you are looking at working with me one-on-one before the end of the year, 22nd of December, I will be hopefully seeing my last clients and I will absolutely um, 
be opening up my books again, but it may not be until well into 2021. So if that's something that you're thinking about, um, jump onto my website at ktdean.com.au and book because I would love to work with you and I would love to support you. Um, Yeah, there's three different ways that you can work with me on there. Or if you want to go back through these podcasts, there are so many resources and great experts um, that I've had on over the last couple of years. But yeah, I can't wait to hear what you think of this episode. And I hope that if nothing else, you just go a little easier on yourself today. Thank you so much for tuning in. A five-star review, if you feel it, would be awesome as well because I appreciate you so much.